Welcome back, Kafka Bond listeners. And Tony, today I'm starting it off. We're going to get smart. So, uh, sorry, I paused because it's, <laughs> it's not often uh, somebody ever says Tony and smart in the same sentence, no, 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 especially no. if they're related to me. So I don't know how you know about the conversation, but we'll let's start with it. No, what we're talking about today is, is smart goals. Um, and we actually have touched on it in a previous podcast uh, around our clients making goals. But we want to drill down to it and how it works within your finances um, because I think it relates to a lot of examples which we'll go through while we're discussing it but it's something that you sort of work through with your clients over, over a whole plan we don't work through the steps um, per se when, when talking about the goals but it really does encompass the whole financial plan doesn't it it actually encompasses life yeah you know so virtually all areas of life uh, but yes it's uh, certainly you know the diet industry the sporting industry the, the life industry finances in respect to wanting to save for something specific or retire at a certain date uh, but we in, you know in previous podcasts we have spoken about sometimes clients walk in there and they actually don't have any goals yeah because they actually don't know their actual position now so they actually don't ha- necessarily have any goals, or certainly no specific or measurable goals. Yeah, well, that kicks us off, really. Um, and I guess that this S in SMART stands for specific, mm-hmm. um, and it's deciding what you're going to have as that goal, um, and that's what you do work through with them. But you know, deciding that you're going to save more money or pay off the credit card um, isn't going to cut down. Fortunately, when you're trying to come up with the specifics, you can either work backwards or forwards. So, as an example, you want to save four thousand dollars for some travel. Mm-hmm. So, how do you work through with a client with a goal like this? And is it is it getting it out of them? You know, what's that sort of last bit that you're trying to get? How how do you drag this out of a client? Well, the first thing is it's, it's far easier to actually invest or save, so in this case, $4,000 for travel, yep. when you actually have a reason for it. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. So, you know, if um, if if you're not happy with your... If, if you go to the doctor and the doctor says you, you have to lose 15 kilos or you're on the verge of a heart attack, there's a specific reason then why you're going to want to go out and lose 15 kilos. In this case, somebody wants to go on a holiday. There's, you know, there's not much choices at the moment where you go, but it's a case of saving $4,000. Okay, so that's the goal. And it's how you approach as well. So I guess you can you can look at it going forward or backwards. So working forwards, I can comfortably put $100 aside per week. Okay, well, you've been specific there to save to that goal. Well, working backwards, I guess, I want to travel in the next three months. I need four thousand dollars. Where where are you now? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. I, I, so need, I need to put aside three hundred. Make it simplistic for me to work out. So over the next four, you want to travel four months, oh, so you okay. have to save a thousand dollars a month. Which yeah. break that down even further. That's two hundred and fifty dollars a week. Uh, so you're not going out for breakfast uh, anymore, Jamie. And there's your two hundred and fifty dollars a week. So I don't know I'm a breakfast man, but I get where you're coming from. <laughs> We'll move on to the end. And, and Uber, Uber eats at dinner then. And that's measurable, and, and this is where we really come into play. But one of the beautiful things about using the SMART model is that each letter of the acronym links very closely to the others. So when you're thinking about this, your specific goal, um, how do you make that outcome measurable? Well, in the example we just gave was a time frame. Okay, so the, the, that's one example is it's measurable over a time frame. This, this goal that you've just said is to save $4,000 over the next four months uh, to be able to then go and use those funds to be able to go on a holiday. Yeah. 
so it is measurable. So where are we at at the end of one month? We should be at one thousand dollars in savings. Yeah, I guess you have to put metrics around it. Um, that's a good thing about sort of saying that. Well, when, if for a four month goal, we're not investing that into the stock market, so no. it's going into a bank accounts. But, but to say that, I guess it's, it's that measurable. Okay, this is how many weeks. This is the sum divided by that, pretty simple, but it, it is actually creating those metrics around that Correct. specific goal. And it is then measurable because every week or every month you say, this is where I'm meant to be at, am I there? It's like losing weight. You know, at the end of one week, I'm meant to be one kilo less. Standing on the scales, am I there? So it's, uh, you know, th these are the things that do make it measurable. So, and in, in this case, once again, let's say, you do have a week of splurging on Uber Eats for dinner and you haven't saved your $250, well it's either going to be harder now for you to achieve that $4,000 measurable goal in four months or you're going to start moving the goalposts. Yeah. And any goal is achievable if you keep moving the goalposts. Well, I guess the, the next thing you have to look at and when we get to the A is, is it attainable? Um, and this is actually a conversation that you have to have. Well, your income is bigger than me, so I <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> but, but attainable-wise, you know, are we setting realistic goals? Um, Absolutely. You know, a client come in, can't come in here and go, can I get a 1,000% per year on everything I do? Um, because it's probably not attainable. Well, we're not the firm. <laughs> so it's, uh, no, so maybe, maybe some of those unlicensed, maybe some of those unlicensed uh, influencers we're talking about, Jamie, might be the ones who can get that for them. That's right, but you know, you can set the loftiest goals in the world, but aren't attainable. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I guess that comes back, you know, as we were saying, they're linked together, but that's coming back to that, you know, setting actual metrics yeah. um, and working backwards from there on those metrics. I'm wearing a pair of runners where the first time a two-hour marathon was broken wearing these specific Nike runners. Yeah. Uh, one hour 59 and 40, one hour 59 minutes and 40 seconds, first time ever. Me putting on those runners is not going to get me sub to our marathon. Now, right now, sub to our 5K is awesome. <laughs> so uh, but but what I'm saying is that uh, it also has to be attainable. CS so yes, is uh, it can be. I can try. I could even if I did have some decent knees and was still a pro triathlete. I'm still getting nowhere near a sub two hour marathon, nowhere near it whatsoever. So the what we're saying here is that your goal does you know, to be attainable does actually have to be the next part as well, being a little bit realistic as well, as what you're just talking about. Yeah, when realistic and that's probably a hard conversation with some clients, I guess. Um, we all have there's that laughing thing that uh, I always see the meme, but you're looking at a three million dollar property on realestate.com and talking about all the things that you do with it. Is that realistic? Maybe not for maybe but you know, what are the steps to get there? Yeah, correct, exactly right. So it's, um, and then you know, how long will those steps take? So let's say for example, it is a realistic goal. If it was done over a 10 year time frame, in 10 years time, there's a really good chance that that $3 million house is no longer $3 million. Yeah. Most likely closer to six. But it can still also be realistic, but when you're getting to that realistic side, it may be, as you were sort of saying, giving up other things. Okay, Absolutely. you might be able to get to that and it may be attainable, but really, you know, you'll have to give up this. You'll have to cut down and move further out into a smaller place to save the money, things like that. So you might remember you said you said to me once, I can't run a marathon. I said, I bet if you're being chased by a bear, you're good. <laughs> so it's, uh, and, but the, the thing is, though, is, you have to have a desire and a reason. So the example I gave earlier, lose 10 kilos or you'll die of a heart attack. Now, if it's, you might die of a heart attack in 15 years, okay, I've got 15 years to lose 10 kilos. That's actually not quite what the doctor is actually saying. 
but if it's if you do not lose 10 kilos in the next two months you will die of a heart attack in three months i guarantee you, you'll lose 10 kilos and yeah. so well i can afford to lose 10 it'll be a bit harder for you to shift 10 but what i'm saying is the fact is it can be done it just depends on how desperate are you to actually achieve that yeah, I guess so so in that example i gave you, if the three million dollar house was my goal how desperate I am, what am I going to cut out to achieve that? If I have to lose 10 kilos, what am I going to cut out to achieve that? And usually they're in uh, doing anything towards a goal, there is a sacrifice involved in some way. Yep. And I think it's also asking yourself, if you're changing and relocating sort of certain things of your life, you know, who else does that affect Absolutely. Um, when reaching those goals? Because I think with athletes and all that all the time, you can you always hear them how selfish they become and they talk about it because it's attaining the goal that they're after. Yeah, one of the greatest things uh, about, you know, becoming an Ironman triathlete is you either enjoy being single or you want a divorce because both are going to happen <laughs> so it's because uh, you've got no time and you know even when I obviously wasn't pro but when I came back and started racing again I'd remember Josh you know he would say to me uh, dad do you want to go out and kick the football and I'd say I can't and it was actually not that I couldn't but I'd just done an eight hour bike ride or whatever the case is and I just didn't want to potentially twang my hamstrings so you become extremely selfish yeah. and as a result I learned to do rugby throws really well so I could <laughs> in the park uh, but what but what I'm saying is that there is usually a sacrifice and you have to then going back to that goal how badly do you want it and are you willing to make those sacrifices to achieve it and if that sacrifice to achieve it is going to bring you huge unhappiness in your life is that goal then going back to the realistic side is that goal realistically realistic yes is it worth it you then have to because as you know we're very big believers in balance and harmony in life as well yeah the last one time bound and we've sort of touched on this as well when we're talking the metrics but you know finally set a time limit you know is it going all in and, and moving all resources towards this or is it something we're looking to achieve down the track the when you when you look at the time bound there's nothing like a sporting event uh, to be time bound and what I mean by that is if you're running a marathon Jamie and that marathon is on the 9th of October 2021 you can't t turn up to the organisers a week or a couple of days prior and say listen I'm not ready just yet can you push it out a month for me yeah. if that's okay so having a time bound having a retirement date set uh, actually is you know so retirement date might be on my 60th birthday I want to be able to retire with an income of $100,000 to last for 30 years yeah. uh, CPI to last for 30 years so based on that scenario it doesn't mean on my 30, 60th birthday I have to retire it just means that if I've hit my goal I'm now in a financial position where I can choose to if I wish yeah, yeah. And I guess that's where a goal can be set indefinitely you know I'm going to save 30% of my paycheck that may be something you do forever yeah. um, but you know time runs out and we need to enjoy ourselves sometimes oh yeah you, <laughs> you do that very well so it's uh, time time's going to run out for you one day a yeah. long time into the future mm -hmm. but yeah no it, and it is and that's what I talk about the sacrifices so you know there's uh, you've seen you've seen people where um, you look at them and you think god they haven't got a cracker to their name and look at the property they live in look at the car they have and they've got three million bucks saved in their bank account because they just save everything and they don't have any life whatsoever but maybe for them having zero life whatsoever is actually what 
yeah. gives them their own happiness. So, but it's each individual to their own. So, but it is having that time bound is setting that actual date, and then how long is it going to? What do you have to do to actually achieve that? So, you know, if you think of that marathon, 9th of ninth of October is that date. Or if you think of retirement, you know, for me, my 60th birthday, I won't be retiring my six weeks, but that's in uh, just just under eight years time. Yeah. So, so these are the things. It's it's actually having that specific date and starting to work backwards from there. Okay, so this is I, I when it comes to smart goals for me personally, and I actually like to work backwards. What is my goal, and then working, and that comes from my sporting background as well. And then working it backwards of what I actually have to do to achieve that. So I go for here's the date that I want it to be done. Then you go back to okay, is this goal realistic? Uh, secondly, then you know is it is it attainable? Uh, so. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. On this specific thing is immeasurable. So as an example, uh, we all know that I'm bone on bone in the knees and although I can jog on a treadmill, I can't run anymore. Could I still do that marathon on the 9th of October 2021? Absolutely, I could. Now, in saying that though, I won't be doing it in my best time of 2 hours 24. I might be walking it in 6 hours. Mm. The point is, I can do it. Never I'm being chased by the bear walking it fast. Yes. But the, the <laughs> fact is though, is I can actually do it. So uh, that could still be a time-bound goal, but the realistic of doing it in sub 2 hours 24 is never going to happen yeah. uh, under no circumstances. First of all, I just haven't got the training in me. I'm 30 kilos overweight to do it and I've got no knees. So so it's not re a realistic goal to do it in that time frame, but it is realistic. So if someone's earning $30,000 a year and they're 55 years old and they've got a super balance of 100 grand and they want to retire in five years' time for a million dollars, no inheritances and you know their one in 135 million chance of winning Powerball is pretty slim, uh, the fact is, is that's probably an unrealistic goal. Yeah, and look, the framework can be applied to pretty much anything in your life, not just finances. As you were talking, sporting, yeah. um, you know, you can use it anywhere. Yeah, I think, you know, if, even if people who come from a sporting background kind of understand the backwards way of doing it, but if you're looking at sport even from the moving forwards uh, way of doing it, is think of martial arts, is it takes roughly 600 two-hour lessons to achieve a black belt martial arts. So when you consider that, it's okay, if that's what it takes me to achieve that black belt martial arts, that's basically six years. If I trained for twice a week, uh, two hours a session, and I trained that for twice a week, you do that first month, and all of a sudden you get that first what tag on your white belt, and you feel like a king. But it's actually measurable, because you can actually walk into a dojo, you can see someone's waist and see what colour belt they got and see how many tags you got in there and have some type of understanding of their experience. You don't necessarily know their skill set yet, you know, someone's skill set of black belts can be very different, that's yeah. why you have best in the world and not so best in the world, but it's the fact is, is that it does take time, it is measurable and you know that. So based on that, if I want to achieve that in six years, I have to be disciplined to turn up twice a week to classes, two hours a time, uh, for six years non-stop. So if I want to achieve that in seven years, okay, I can turn up twice a week to classes, 45 weeks a year. You know, so as an example, in other words, I can have some holidays or I can do this or I can do that. So everything is attainable with goals. It's uh, it just, you have to work out when is it realistically, how's it going to be done, and then what's the best way of achieving it. And when it comes to finance, you know, I've often said, um, we had a client walk in the other day, their goal is they want to retire now and they're in a financial position where they can uh, based on their goals. 
the reason being is because we're going to structure things in a way that's going to give them what they want without ever having to worry about running out of money. Yep. Yeah, so it's, uh, and what they want is realistic now, but it's the structuring behind it to help them achieve it. In other words, why pay tax if you don't have to legally? <laughs> that's the way. Yep. Tony, thanks for today. I think it's a really good thing to cover off. Um, we have a great new goals tool um, that we've been using with clients. So if anyone wants to work through their goals, I'm sure you're the man to talk to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe. So it's, uh, but also, Jamie, you're the smartest guy in the room. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Coffin Bond Podcast is a product from Coffin Bond & Co, which we are an authorised representative of Gown Financial. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of the Coffin Bond Podcast are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decision, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from the podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Kofkin Bond website, or you can find resources on the ASIC website and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Kofkin Bond and Co. and the hosts of the Kofkin Bond podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of the country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.